It's Friday, September 8th, and this is Two Guys, Three Trends, the show where we hit you with some of the top trending topics on Google Trends. This is all presented by Avenue 4 Communications, a digital marketing and creative technology firm in Winnipeg and Montreal. Today on the show, we're talking Equifax and security, streaming services, and Kelly Clarkson with a hint of the Big Bang Theory. Let's get trending. It's Friday, two guys, three trends. I'm Kieran. I'm Mac. And uh, we're going to dive right into it. Equifax has just announced that half the population of the United States information, credit information, just a teeny breach, just has been, yeah, has been uh, exposed in a breach, uh, hacking breach. Thank God it's nothing important like people's social, social security, security numbers. numbers. Uh, oh, no, it is. All of, it's 143 potentially social social security numbers, personal data. Ah, at this point, like when half the United States population's data yep. gets lost, do you just sigh? Did like, are we just resigned? Are we just resigned to to this kind of stuff happening now? Has a company, or uh, sorry, not a company, has a uh, hacking group taken responsibility yet? No, for the hack? they have not, uh, and it, it could have happened a while ago at wow. this point. They've just revealed that uh, the breach has happened. You know what's really funny about this? Okay, not funny. <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny. It's unfortunate, but it's funny. Is that uh, the guys, the top three IT directors, were the first ones to figure out about the breach. You know what they did? What? They sold $1.6 million in shares before anybody found out about it. Oh, no. Like, before they told anybody. Because the stock tanked after yeah. the announcement. So they sold all their shares before they even told anybody about it. Uh, is the FC, which is, trade, FTC? Is the FTC going to Well, technically, I don't believe it's insider trading because they're allowed to buy and sell into the company as they wish. Yeah. Like, they... Like, if the owners of any public company decides all of a sudden he doesn't want as many of his shares and he wants to sell some of them back to the market, he can do that. I don't, I don't think there's any issue. I mean, there's maybe a conflict there because obviously they knew something that nobody else knew. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe it'll show up in uh, next season's episodes of Billions. <laughs> and that'll teach me everything I need to know about how the FTC works. Uh, but, you know, cybersecurity in general has... It, it just feels like uh, a lot of corporate cybersecurity is kind of, it, it is lax. Like, if you look outside of, like, the string, the more stringent security policies of, like, uh, some of the bigger, like, search or data people, uh, if you think about just, like, regular companies and the data that they have on, like, their subscribers or their customer lists, <clears throat> then you kind of think, hey, like, we are definitely, like, most companies don't do enough mm -hmm. to secure that data, whether it's just their email, names and emails, which you could argue, ah, you, you find those out most places, but then, you know, birth dates and locations, and you know what, if you're a hacker, most people are pretty lax with their personal, their personal security, like, your pass, people's passwords are, like, their, their birth date, or the day they moved into a new house, or, like, the name of their old pet, or, like, some stuff like that. Yeah, old pets are really common. Yeah, and... You can just find that, you can figure that stuff out if you have enough data points. People can just guess. Yeah. Like, 
even when you like think about a family member that you have, if you just guess some information, I bet you could guess their passwords. Like, don't go out and do. Had the same passwords for like all their logins, banking, everything probably for the last ten years. That's not good. If you if you if you're out there and and you're worried about your personal data, you might not be able to do anything about Equifax, but you should try a password manager. It generates passwords for you yeah that, and make it something that's not yeah they make no it, relation to your life exactly so uh you know pr- try to do your best to protect your personal information because obviously equifax can't yeah second trend for this friday we're talking about streaming services lots of deals being made between spotify hulu and netflix and t-mobile mm-hmm. uh, so we'll hit them up right now uh first of all u.s college students this is a great deal, but also a sign of uh, streaming apocalypse. Spotify and Hulu are offering all of you a joint subscription to Spotify Premium and Hulu for four ninety nine a month, which is insane. It's an insane price. It's a really good deal. It's a really good deal. So take advantage of it, uh, even though I have some complaints that I will lodge later. Uh, the other announcement is that uh, Netflix is offering... is teamed up with T-Mobile, mm-hmm. and so if you have a T-Mobile, a uh, couple of their streaming plans or their data plans, you also just get a Netflix subscription. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna get my rant on about this. Okay, first okay. of all, T-Mobile throttles people's video quality, so even if you have your streaming subscription from Netflix, yeah, you'll get it for free on your, com- like on your computer. It came with your T-Mobile thing. But if you ever watch on your phone, you're going to be watching 480p anyway. And we have these massive cell phone screens now that are like 2K or like 1080p. Yeah. Uh, so you're watching crappy video on your cell phones. That's my first problem with it. Second problem is, remember how we were all like, man, I can't wait for streaming services to like make it so I can just pick what I want to watch on cable? Mm-hmm. Now, it's going to cost you as much as cable to watch any of the shows you want because you have to bundle all your freaking streaming services. You can't even order them in one place. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. The platform has really, like, the the, the hardware has changed, but in a lot of ways, the pricing model is kind of shaping out to be the same kind of thing. Yeah, and but now it's just <coughs> fragmented. More on demand. Yeah, it's just as fragmented. You're lo- there's less commitment. Though you're not locked in quite as much, it's not like you're signing contracts. It's true. Uh, so there is there is pros for sure. I mean, at this point, there. like most people, I feel like the average consumer can survive on just Netflix content, like nine ninety nine a month or whatever it is, twelve ninety nine. Unless you want to watch Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead or the new Star Trek or. Uh, the Handmaiden's Tale. By the way, each one of those is on a separate streaming service. So there's four mm. streaming services just to watch four of the biggest shows that are coming out. I don't know. Cable TV is like 150 bucks a month. That's true. I don't see myself getting up to 150 dollars a month in subscription streaming fees. It builds up pretty quickly, though. <coughs> I, I will say this also. There's now there's almost there's no way for you to get all your sports. Uh, live sports is kind of still where cable lives. Uh, there's a new service called Dazen, which is like the worst name of ever, of anything. Yeah, that is D A Z N. They must have had trouble finding a do- domain or something. Oh my goodness, it's the worst name. But uh, so in Canada, we can watch NFL Sunday Ticket or like um, NFL uh, Game Day Pass through. Oh, I saw an ad for that yeah, on Instagram the other day. Actually, through Dazen, and uh, that's pretty cool. It's like only twenty bucks a month, which is way less than. 
pretty much the only reasons I pay for cable, yeah. uh, which are, uh, as you all know, football or and basketball and uh, HGTV. Uh, mm. But still, uh, all this fragmentation is just frustrating, and I, I wish they would at least, yeah, okay, make me pay separately, but then, I don't know, team up, bring back a little bit of like the the consolidation that I can pick yeah. for from streaming services like that came with cable. At least with cable, you just called your one provider or you ordered your TV from one person. True. It's, yeah, all the streaming services are frustrated. I, I'm not going to lie, it might drive some people to piracy because you can get your shows on demand, only the shows you want yeah. when you want them. I'm not saying that that's a thing that, uh, anybody I know does. Even when I look in the mirror, I don't even know if that guy does. But yeah, it's a, something support, that can. I don't support piracy at all. I I think when I was in high school, I definitely downloaded some stuff. But now that I have a little bit more understanding and respect for the industry, I just I don't do it. Like the effect that those um, uh, leaks uh, HBO had. Uh, oh, what Game the of Thrones like those a leak of is bad. If you the before air date, that's awful. But uh, but for it, you to go and watch those things, then like, well, no, but that's not always it's like eating stolen food. It's like oh, a thief goes to the grocery store, he buys a bunch of newly released food, and, and then, then he copies puts it, out it on the street. copies it like just and then makes a bunch more food. Okay, I guess it's, it's different. This, I'm sorry, I'm just breaking your analogy. Uh, it's it's not it's not limited resources. So I I. I accept your premise on, on that. No, pir- piracy is bad. Piracy is bad, though. Yeah. But it's also ludicrously easy, and it's frustrating uh, when the people that are trying to tell you not to pirate make it so difficult for you to get what you want. Uh, another problem that we have in Canada, at least, is like region-locked stuff. So it's like, hey, American Netflix has X shows that you can watch. That is uh, frustrating. And those are not available on Canadian Netflix. And yeah. then it's like, even if you have, uh, like, say you have, like, the C... You can't get, like, the streaming show for, like, CBS, yeah. uh, the streaming app for CBS, or, like, Showtime gets limited or whatever. And then the release dates are different. And just, like, when the hell is this stuff actually going to be on the streaming service I'm paying money for? Yeah. It's supposed to show up, but they got it in the U.S. I don't get it here. Why am I even paying you for can this? You fix it with a VPN, but... Yeah, but they also that breaks the terms of service. So technically, True. what you're doing there is illegal, even Just though they're as bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, ah, like I get it. They contr- They made the content. They control it. But like, I will willingly pay money if you just let me watch it when it comes out. Yeah. Wherever I want to watch it. Yeah. I'll even watch ads. Like whatever. Just let me not have to do it on cable. I wonder how much money Netflix turns down a year, just not having. Like, I'd be interested to see the numbers, for example, because uh, I saw it uh, on the last article, like the article we were just referring to. Um, uh, there was one streaming service, uh, I don't know, the name, I think it was CBS maybe, and they said, uh, we're going to offer two forms of, or two... Um, tiers, one tiers, with ads, one without. You. Yeah, and one will be like $4 less yeah. if it's with ads. be interested to say, see, what if Netflix said all of a sudden... We're gonna have a five dollar a month subscription, or a two ninety nine dollar a month subscription. But there's gonna be one ad in the middle of every episode. How many people would jump on that? I don't know. Some people would jump on it. I honestly wouldn't do it. I I don't know if I would or not. I it's t- it's tough to say. What I I just I'm 
Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm Somebody, in everybody's some, opinion. Let yeah. us know. Would you pay half the price for Netflix for one 30-second ad in the middle of every piece of content you watch? I guess. Yeah, especially, or like the CBS service, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's like $6 with ads, like the uh, ad- $10 without ads. The I mean, Hulu does the same thing. The advertising side of me says, yes, I love it. This is a new programmatic way to reach consumers. Yeah. Especially if it's authenticated with uh, like Facebook. Facebook. It's yeah. just like YouTube ads. It actually would be more it would be more efficiently targeted. Um, so I'd like it from that perspective. But uh, Mac as a consumer, I would rather just avoid it because yeah. I know how many ways there is to reach me already. Consumer Kieran hates it. Uh, consumer Kieran also just gets frustrated <laughs> very easily when it comes to my media consumption. Apparently, <laughs> That's fair. fair enough. And our final trending topic for today, a little lighter, Kelly Clarkson, our favorite first season American Idol winner. First season, hey? Yeah, she was the first winner. Wow. Uh, She's got to be getting old. Yeah, her voice still got that power. An angel. Voice of an angel. Uh, She is going to be, she actually turned down being a judge on the... uh, really soon reboot of American Idol and she's going to be a judge on They're the rebooting American Idol. Yeah, it's been 1 year. A quote you can't from can't <laughs> reboot if it's been a year. Well, she turned it down. She's going to be on the voice as a as a a judge and coach. Uh and uh, even she said, "Listen, when they canceled the voice, I was uh pregnant with my son and uh he's one now and now they're asking me they're rebooting it." So, <laughs> you know, like it, she was like, I, it came back a little too soon. I, I think the main reason she said that she was going to do it was because her, you know, her uh, husband is already a manager for uh, Blake Shelton, so he already works around the show uh, already, around The Voice. Yeah. Uh, so their schedules and their family schedule work like that, so yeah. uh, they don't have to go anywhere or do anything really different. She just has to show up there now, so... I think that's pretty good, but I still think it's ridiculous that they're just they're they're calling it a reboot of American Idol. Like it's just back. It's not gonna be that. Is it gonna be that different? No. <laughs> is Ryan Seacrest gonna be there? I actually don't know. Ooh. I only I only I actually I really just don't know. I could probably Google it real fast, but uh, plot twist. Uh, Katy pa- Katy Perry will be one of the judges. Just they just I don't know. That frustrates me to. Like Katy Perry's a judge? No, oh. <laughs> that American Idol's rebooting. Like some shows just need to give it up, you know? How many? It was like, tw- like how many seasons? You know like what? 20? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I think a lot of our listeners, because I have a pretty good idea of what our demographic is, not gonna be a fan of this comment. Are you ready? Brace yourself. Okay, I'm ready. Big Bang Theory needs to get off the air. <laughs> that show is... It's uh, too many seasons, they've run out of things to talk about, and it's not good anymore. It's not... It's no longer... Like, Friends killed it. Friends, perfect amount of seasons. They, it was creative every time. They took us through all kinds of different life stages and experiences, and they ended it at, at the right spot. They ended it before they got into the family lives and the kids, etc. Yeah. That's where Big Bang Theory should have ended. Right when Howard and Bernadette got married. Boom, done. What is this? How I Met Your Mother? Everyone gets married in the last episode? Yeah. That's like, like that's a classic every... sit- That's a sitcom trope. Because the friends... I would argue that they're breaking it. Big Big Bang Theory is breaking no, the trope. Because the fr- like I, I like that they're like, oh the friendships don't your friendships don't end when you get married and start a family and life goes on after that, blah 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 blah. But I just don't care, you know? <laughs> 
I think the main like, thing... Like, I'll watch Desperate Housewives if I want to see... Well, that's not on the air anymore. But I'll watch, like, Nashville or something if I want to watch Family Life. Not Big Bang Theory. I miss seeing these four losers just be awkward with women and nerd it up. I think that's it's, what I want to see. I think it's kind of a, a testament to the writing that they've managed to evolve their characters while staying true to... Like, the essence of what they are. And I shouldn't even say losers, because they're not losers. No, they're very successful. Yeah. And, you know what? Mo- they're really, really smart guys. They're charismatic. And for the most part, like, like Leonard wasn't that awkward with women for a long time. No. Howard wasn't, uh... Okay, well, he's pretty bad with women, but he wasn't awkward. I mean, Sheldon's basically asexual. Yeah. And then, what else is there? Raj? Raj. Just needs a, a couple drinks. <laughs> So apparently that's all it takes. <laughs> so do I. Well, uh, you know, maybe uh, once they stop making money and it's like the number one sitcom on television, they'll, you know, when they drop to number two, maybe they'll. I know. They'll I end get it. it. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Two Guys, Three Trends, presented by Avenue Four Communications, a digital marketing and creative technology firm in Winnipeg and Montreal. Tell us what you think of today's episode. You can give us a call in on Anchor about any of our topics. And uh, you can check us out at twoguys3trends.com. Uh, and also, you know, give Avenue 4 a little peeksee, uh, avenue4.com as well. Uh, we love doing the show for you. Love your call-ins. And we will see you next week. <laughs>